You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Welcome back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. I know it has been a while that I have not been on, maybe about a month or so. But I've actually gotten quite busy with working. And of course, you know, the children were out for COVID. So me being a single parent, of course, had to deal with the little kitties. But I'm so sorry to keep you guys waiting. We're back. And also, we all need mental breaks. Like we really do. We all really need to take mental breaks sometime. And that's pretty much what I'm coming back with our first topic. Um, You know, mental breaks. We all need to, to have them. We all need to take this time to assess our mental stability and make sure we scrape. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure that we cool, calm, and collective when it get to the 
mental status of each other. And we, like I said, we have to check on each other too. That's a lot of things that we do not do, especially in the black community. We don't really check on each other mentally and emotionally. So we're going to have that conversation today. Stay tuned for the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I want to take this time to thank you for listening to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And you can not only catch me on Anchor FM, but you can catch me on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you have a streaming device, listen to your girl, Mayday Mayhem. And... I would also like to take this time and thank all my sponsors and listeners support because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So I would like to say thank you and I love y'all. Let's keep going on with the show. And we are back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And... As I said before, we will be talking about um, the mental stability and um, depression, especially that plagues the black community. Now, as you've heard and said before, it's, it's kind of a stigma. We don't talk about our mental health, anything like that. You know, we brought up saying that Oh, you go to a psychiatrist, that's your strength. They're going to scramble your brains. And and that's farthest from the truth. A therapist or someone to talk to is exactly what it is. It's an outlet to make sure that you're mentally in line, spiritually in line, and physically in line. Now, everyone is thinking, oh, well, but psychiatrists, they're always diagnosing you. No, they're actually just an outlet. For you to speak and talk to. And someone that's also able to give you other um, learning tools that will help you manifest a more better life and a better feeling and emotional stress about yourself. Okay, we could take myself for instance. Now, I have been clinically, um, as they say, diagnosed with depression. Now, statistically, black women are found in the primary of 49 cases of depression, you know, and 10% of us black women, we have suicidal type thoughts. So that's why I always say, check on your strong friends, check on your friends, period. You know what I'm saying? Because they may seem strong, but they maybe carrying the world on their shoulders and they have no one to talk to. And they are thinking maybe mentally in their mind that a psychiatrist or, um, a mental physician is something bad when it's actually not anything bad. Now with myself also, I have, um, an autoimmune condition called fibromyalgia. Okay. And some of you listeners may know, 
I also have a plate and four screws in my neck from a car accident that I was in uh, about 12 years ago. So with those um, ailments, you might want to say, comes the mental strain of that you're not able to do or perform as best as you was before all of these ailments. But that's further from the truth. This actually what I call a superpower to where you can maneuver around these different elements and still get the job done and get it done better or anyone not even know. Now me, if you see me, no, you cannot tell that I have all these elements. You cannot tell. However, I suffer with a lot of pain. Y'all hear the kitty. She's meow. She's, she's my mental cat. See, now she's leaving. But, <laughs> um, it does, uh, talking to a therapist, it does help with a coping mechanism because I'm always in severely a lot of pain due to the fibromyalgia and due to the plate in my neck and other, um, ailments that I got from the car accident but that's neither here nor there so I digress with that but um when they did this study participants who had higher resilience scores had fewer symptoms of the condition which means you know of course mind over matter the stronger your mind the stronger your body your spirit your soul but however just like your spirit has to be fed your body needs food and water to breathe. Your mind has to be fed also. And sometimes, you know, our brain is the only, only organ that I can think of that doesn't sleep. You know, even when you sleep, your brain is still working. Your brain is still making sure that your heart is regulating and everything flowing good, that you breathing right. Your brain never gets a break. Even when you're dreaming, your brain is working. So it's nothing wrong with feeling that sort of disconnect from life because you may be going through a stressful situation in your life or a stressful um, dialogue between someone. You know, it can always get better. But not only that, us in the black community, we need to have conversations about depression about mental illness about mental health that's the reason that we're seeing a lot of um children and adults being mistreated misled and misguided now you know what i'm saying um look at uh, um a story just came across um my desk from a friend of mine about another podcaster in Baltimore who actually killed her children. And she was on TikTok. She was on um, Instagram. She was a podcaster. So being a podcaster, that's even an influencer. So you were a semi-influencer and you killed your children. You, she literally, it's a fresh story that just happened, but Allegedly, she snapped, um, drowned her daughter in the tub, and um, stabbed her son in a sleeping bag and left him there for days. 
and tried to cover it up with the lie saying that they were the children's father. But, you know, it was a wellness check, to say the least. And they smelled the odor of um, decomposition, which is an odor that you will never forget if you've ever smelled it. And they found the children there. So we don't know mentally what was going on with her. You know, there's even a stigma in the black community that black women are strong. You don't need this. You don't need help. You don't need nobody. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You need help. You need someone to talk to. You need someone to back you up. You know, you may even have friends and family, but you also need that extra support system that you maybe can't talk to your friends and family about. That's where a mental practitioner will come in or a therapist or a psychologist. You, these people help you navigate through these emotions and why you're feeling these emotions to get to the bottom of things. So we don't have situations where whatever was going through her sick mind, where she killed these children. It's another incident that happened in um, Baltimore where um young lady was driving around with her deceased niece and nephew in the trunk of the car and had the door the, the niece had been in the trunk of the car for a year where had the nephew been in the trunk of the car for three months now mind you she's driving around with a decompositioned body of two children's in her car there has to be some disconnect from the mental psyche to even think or understand or know that that shit is wrong. But when it comes to black community, we don't believe in talking about our inner thoughts. We're not allowed to No, You don't talk about that. No, you keep that shit to yourself. You put your feelings in your pocket and sometimes it's overwhelming. So, Let's talk about some of the causes of depression, especially in black women. Now, let's not forget, like I said, I am a black woman. Um, I'm fairly dark. I have faced a lot of criticism over my darkness. Um, you know, and it's not only by other races. I have been faced criticism by my own color, by own by my own black women have been disgraced and lied on and spoke about poorly. It wasn't by another race. It was by my own black women. And you wonder why black women are depressed. We have no one to turn to. We can't even turn to each other because when we turn to each other, we destroy each other. We can't turn to the world the world doesn't recognize us and doesn't understand us. We can't turn to our black men. I'm going to say some of y'all. We can't turn to some of our black men because they don't love and respect us all because of the darkness of our melanin. You know, like I said, it's not all. This does not go for all. But this goes for a nice little chunk of the African-American community. Then when a, a black woman does date outside of her race she is considered um a bed wench um she's considered um 
Oh, you're a lackey. Oh, you couldn't find the black man. Oh, you couldn't find a king. Well, what are the black women supposed to do when these so-called kings are not uplifting us to make us feel secure, wanted, loved, admired? What do we do when we don't have that and someone else is showing us that and we partake in that love that we so crave from our black men that we're not getting and then we're considered, oh, how could you? You're a back. You're a back. You're a slider. How dare you? But where were you when we wanted love and compassion? So it goes both ways, be honest. But we don't get the admiration we deserve. We don't get even to this day. Statistically, you can actually look and see that women still make less than men. And black women still make less than uh, a Caucasian woman. So it's it hasn't changed. And we sometimes feel that brunt of it. Black people, we're taught to send our kids to school to get an education. You have to look a certain way. You have to be maintained a certain way or you're going to be looked at as a bad child. It was a study done some years ago with dolls. You can look it up on YouTube where a teacher did a study with these children with dolls. They gave them, they had white and black children in a class and they one by one. And it's a very old film. This film has to be at least from the seventies or eighties and it still stands true today. Um, the uh, teacher or, you know, the um, person giving the questions or whatever, they have two dolls. They ask the children, which doll is good? All the children automatically picked up the white doll because it signified that white was good. It was pure. And they ask the children, especially the black children, which doll is the bad doll? That's the no-no doll. And they touched to the black doll, which was their own skin color. Saying that, that that doll is bad. Why is it bad? Because it's bad. It's, it's black and it's bad. Now, this was a child. This was a mouthful babe that really is being molded by society and by the coming up around them. So... This wasn't an adult. This was a kid from the look of the kid's eyes. And it was sad to see that you think that your own skin color is bad, signifies bad. But yet it starts back again with us. You know, I'm like I said, I'm considered darker. You know, I've been called a Teddy Graham, which are delicious, I might say. You know, I've been called... um uh, I've even had the paper bag test done to me. And yeah, I fucked them up. Not gonna lie. I, that was another place I got banned from. Different story. We, we will go down that path on a different day, different time. I'm just saying it, it happened. It happened. It happened. But um, it does play a role in your life and how you maneuver through life because you've had these things done to you. And like I said, this, these things weren't done to me by a, a, uh, a Caucasian person or 
uh, Hispanic or anything like this. No, this is done to me by my own black women. Black men. These are not. And these are affluential people that you would think are of some substance, but they're no different. They like to tear down and destroy other black people. And then we look and wonder where's the unity. But it all starts and stems from own self-hatred. Why? Because we are taught not to talk about our emotions. We are taught not to speak about something that's bothering us. We're supposed to keep it bottled away. You stash it away and you don't say a fucking word, which is not right. That's why we have so many astray adults that do the same thing. It, it just happens like this. But we're going to go through um, some of the reasons that you, that are some signs of depression um, or that you may um, want to look at. You know what I'm saying? Because I said mental health is something that seriously needs to be looked at. Not only our African-American women, but our African-American men. They are just as depressed as we are. But we be a little bit more depressed. I'm just saying. I'm a woman. I got to say that. Got to be on my girl side. Girl power. I'm sorry. I'm not biased to women or nothing like that. But I'm just saying I'm a woman. But for real, all jokes aside, our black men are depressed too. They're being browbeat. They're being torn down. And they're not even being torn down, like I said, about other communities. It's within the own black community that's tearing down our black men. So we have to change that. And the first place it starts is the mind because the mind helps mold you and the individual you are and what you can accomplish and what you strive to be and want. So, um, I was actually looking at, um, this article and it was wrote by a miss, uh, Erica Martin Richards, MD and the PhD, which happens to be black. Um, and that's another thing. We need to speak about these problems with other black people so we can get an understanding that we are not alone with our thinking and we are not alone with our feelings. Like, yes, I have mental blocks. Fuck yeah. Yes, I'd be depressed. Fuck yeah. But I try and I do things that are mood and mood enhancers for me. What do I like to do when I get depressed? But see, I know where y'all finna go with this. This is not only for depression, but it helps my fibromyalgia. It helps my RA. And it, it, it helps me not blow up and tell up Dollar Trees looking for my baby daddy because he owed me money. Like, it helps me not do that. But I'm just, for real, um, I like to um, smoke my marijuana. I am a marijuana connoisseur. Sativa, here I come. But... <laughs> Another thing that I like to do that helps me out, I do like to exercise. I like to walk. I got thunder thighs, thunder thighs. Hear me roar because I like to walk. Like I have a treadmill in my house. Sometimes at one, two o'clock in the morning, I can't sleep. I plug up my headphones and I hit the treadmill. I just go on the treadmill and start walking. Give me some water or get me uh, some iced tea and I start walking. Uh, another thing that, um, uh, 
It's a good stressor for me. And it's very soothing. And I did not think I was going to like it until my mother was like, try this. And I was shocked. So thanks, mom. Needlepoint. I do needlepoint now with the little circles and shit. And you put the little pins and you go in and out, in and out. You make a pattern and shit. It's very zen. You know, it's very like, ooh, relaxing. You know, you would be in did that shit in like two hours that went back and you're so relaxed. Another thing people don't understand is a good uh, way to relieve. Play video games. Yes, I fucking play the kids video games while they're in school. That's why I'm so happy now. They leave the house. I switch that game on like, <laughs> for real, for real. I'm so dead ass. I do it. So, um, yeah, you, we, we need to do things that are, uh, therapeutic to the man. Some people like to walk in the park. Some people like to, um, go window shopping, just walk around and look at certain articles and clothes and look find something to indulge your mind in that's positive and that's euphoric to yourself if it ain't nothing but just looking out the window and looking at the sky and looking how blue it is or looking at the grass whatever something that feels good to you and that eases your mind because we're trying to relax the mind we ain't talking about shit else it's the mind but um i strongly recommend looking at this um this uh article and it's in wellness and prevention under women's health mind and mood mental health among african-american women wrote by dr erica martin richards md and phd hello um and it speaks about some of the different um reasons we may have um depression um, talks about, uh, good self-care practices, um, good sleep, get some good rest, you know, get at least seven, eight hours sleep. I, I have to make myself go to sleep. I really do. Uh, exercise, you know what I'm saying? Exercise more. I told you I exercise. They say at least 30 minutes a day. And it does give you that extra boost of energy. Eat well, eat a well-balanced meal you know that helps you know with fruits nuts vegetables all that type of shit um it says it helps be better manage your ups and downs today connect schedule time with a friend every week even for a quick cup of coffee or a walk many studies have shown that social support improves women's mental well-being helping to reduce stress and the effects of depression now that is absolutely true um i have a friend and I, I commend her and I know she does things that really does relieve stress. Like one of the things she does is she ride horses and I commend her for that. Cause those are big, beautiful beasts, but I'm not getting on their motherfucking back. I'm just saying they like might want to kick me. They off that motherfucker. They might've heard what I did <sighs> back in the day. To my baby daddy, and you know, I'm just, I'm just saying, they might have heard about the duck situation, you know what I'm saying? And they with all the foul game hens, and they like, we finna fuck her up. See, I'm, I'm scared of animals that are bigger than me. A dog, yes, come here, Fido. Woof, woof. Bull Mastodon, ho, oh, oh. ho. 
Get the motherfucking dog, that monster dog away from me. That, that big motherfucker's big. I used to want a damnation when I was growing up. I saw how big the motherfuckers was. Oh, he stand up. He taller than me. Nope. Mm-mm. Give me little Poochie over there. Little, little Bentley over here. He ain't no bigger than a shoebox. And he fits perfectly in my biggest purse. I can fucks with Poochie. I can fucks with Bentley. I can fucks with him. I'm just saying. I can do it. <laughs> Another way to help uh, with your mental stress is uh, meditate. John Hopkins researchers found that people who took an eight-week course in mindful meditation were able to improve their depression, anxiety, and pain symptoms. And my friend, he's also a um a Zen Buddhist, and he tells me a lot, like you know, you really should meditate. I like meditate these nuts. No, I'm just bullshitting y'all. Meditation really is good. It does help bring back the mental focus and calm you. It really does. Know your limits. See, that was my problem. That was my problem. I don't know my limits. As much as possible, decline requests that recreate unnecessary stress, such as hosting parties or planning events, setting boundaries at work, such as not checking emails at a certain time can help reduce stress. And I do concur with that. After a certain time of the day or night, I will not check an email. Um, I literally had to shut myself off from like Facebook, Instagram. I shut myself down. I have to. Because if you don't, what are you doing? Unnecessary stress, which is making the what? Brain race, which is what? What is it doing? Now you up. <laughs> you don't know what to do. Get out. So, you know, it's best that you limit yourself. Like, I know that's the idea for these past couple of months. I overstretched myself. I have been working diligently, my people. When I say, I mean diligently, you can literally check me out in a couple of TV shows. One show is called Clarity. If I'm not mistaken, you can find that on Amazon Prime. Um, I'm in that show. Um, I'm also in another TV show that will be coming out called Two Hitmen. Um, like, I, I really have been working and filming and I also do hosting. You know, I host um, here in Chicago at an awesome restaurant called Get in the Kitchen where Jason is a phenomenal um, chef and teacher where you get a whole experience. You get a cooking with Jason. Then you have wine tasting and then you have a show with me, Mayday Mayhem. Or you might have, um, sometimes they have drag shows there in between the wine tasting and um, dessert. But it's an awesome place to check out. Get in the kitchen. That's here in Chicago, Illinois. If you're ever looking for some place to, and they have some great sweets in there called Sugar Daddies. Oh my God. It is in the same place at Get in the Kitchen. And all bakery items are made there in the kitchen. And they are to die for. They're so good. I'm so serious. I literally bought like a box of like 15, 15. Okay. Motherfuckers. It was 15 cupcakes. I did share with the children, but see, I was depressed. <laughs> so, <laughs> the cupcakes were good. Please check him out. He's an awesome host, but I need to set my limits and I have set those limits, especially since the children are in school 
And now I actually have a schedule to obtain to see. I'm one of those rare humans that like schedules. I, I need that. I need, I do best when I have a schedule. You have to be here at this time. You have to be there at this time. You have to be there at this time. You have to talk. Perfect. I, I do great with schedules. So now that I'm on a schedule and everything seems to be going as planned, now I can resume back to my podcasting, which I love the most. I love podcasting. I love this more than anything. So I'm back at what I'm doing. And I can also bring y'all knowledge to help improve yourself. You know what I'm saying? Now, what we do need to talk about for you, you know what I'm saying, to pay attention to your friends and relatives and look at them. Now, here are some signs of the depression and mood disorder. Like I say, I strongly suggest y'all check this article out. Um, Sleeping more or less than usual. I know when I'm depressed, I sleep more. I really do. Increased or decreased appetite. Didn't I just tell y'all ass about them motherfucking cupcakes? I fucked them cupcakes up. I fucked them up. I was depressed. I was depressed. And why was I depressed? Because I was overworking myself. Um, Feeling of worthlessness, hopelessness, or empty. You know, you have that friend that might be always down all the time. You know... You might want to just, you know, just talk to them, you know, let them know that they are precious cargo, that they are something, that they are important to you. So many people need to hear that and don't hear it, you know, um, feeling disinterested or unable to enjoy things that usually bring pre- pleasure to you. Mood swings, feeling out of control, difficulty concentrating. You know, if you see your loved ones, anything like that, you know, talk to them. And, you know, if they say if they're experiencing these issues for two weeks or more, talk to them and try to help them seek some professional help. Just somebody to pick their brain. They don't have to go back all the time. Just someone just to talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Um. Yeah, like they tell us. Talk to your primary care doctor or gynecologist. Reach out to a friend, partner, or community member you trust. Remain constant and committed to your treatment. Now, I know my key is going to be like, that motherfucker always got mood swings. And I have to tell him, no, I'm going through menopause. It's not mood swings. It's menopause. There's a difference, okay? But I digress. <laughs> but no, I, I really would um, advise everyone strongly. To, um, you know, make sure your mental, um, strain is where it's supposed to be and that you, you know, that you're the best you that you can be. You know, it's only one of you. You know what I'm saying? I say this all the time. It's only one of you. Motherfuckers may try to replicate you. Motherfuckers may try to be like you, but it's only one of you and you can't be replaced. I don't care how many say, oh, he looks yet. No, you cannot be replaced. You can't. So, um, like I said, we're back on track with our podcast since my schedule has finally cleared up and now I'm not overstretched, overwork. I got this together. We're back to enjoy our fabulous content. 
and talk about more interesting content. And y'all know how I feel. I'm going to be talking about Elon Musk. Y'all know that shit come. You know what's coming, right? Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos is coming. Oh, I got some shit on them. It's itching. I got a whole pad. I've been writing on goddamn rocket. How dare you, Jeff Bezos? I'm not going to deal with you. But we're going to save that for next time with Mayday Mayhem podcast. I want to thank everyone for joining me today. Um, I appreciate your patience uh, and your admiration. Um, I'm truly humble. And I want everyone to stay focused and healthy. You know what I'm saying? So everyone have a good night. I'm going to leave this podcast the way I always leave my podcast. If no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. And make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. You know what I'm saying? We living in the present. We living in the now. So let's get it cracking. Let's get it pop locking. Let's stay lit and let's stay healthy and safe and sound. Not only in the physical, but in the mind. If we stay healthy in our mind, we can keep our body healthy and our spirit healthy and our physical healthy. So I want to thank y'all. I will see y'all later. See you next time for the Mayday Man podcast. And I'm out. Peace. Love you guys.